Welcome back to Balanced Living. Our segment is Creating Connections, Why Relationships Matter. So we talked a little bit about why relationships are so important, but how about how to develop those relationships? So let's look at that. That is so important. And there are some nice, timely tips for learning how to get acquainted, stay acquainted, and building positive friendships. So one of them, the first one, is actually just show up. (laughs) Don't stay away from that potluck or picnic. And the more people see you, this is really interesting. It's called the exposure effect. The more people see you, the more they're actually going to be inclined to want to get to know you. So when you purchase a car, maybe you get a new red car, all of a sudden you notice all the other red cars on the road. That is called this exposure effect. So when we show up, people will rate you as more likable. Now, we could open our mouths and ruin that, (laughs) but it gives us a good head start. So Mm -hmm. don't shy away from that picnic or potluck. Show up. For no, the start. no matter how uncomfortable it oh, will be for you. Agony. Agony. Mm-hmm. It's, I understand people, some of you out there are going, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. You just show up and you are going to experience mm-hmm. a blessing. You will be strengthened. So that's number one. You got to show up. And you need to take an interest. Create a comfortable environment by listening to people. Take an interest in them. Make them feel special. Yes, I've read some material on this, how if you just ask someone about themselves, that just opens a gate and they will share and be so grateful that someone is interested in their lives. And then at the end of the conversation, maybe they've done all the sharing. They'll say, wow, what a great gal that is, or what a great guy. They just have a wonderful personality. And really, you didn't get a chance to say anything. <laughs> that goes right along with that Proverbs eighteen twenty four says, a man who has friends must show himself friendly. Yes, yes. And, and just learning how to smile, be the first one to say hello and take a genuine interest in the other person. And we've done other programming together, and we talked about the subject of loss and suffering and pain. And it's very interesting that very often it is those very experiences in our own lives that is the golden key Mm -hmm. that's going to open the heart of friendship with another person. So learning how to take an interest and notice others, say smile, ask how they're doing, remember names. And interest. Wow, that's a challenge. Be a good listener. Honestly, my wife and I, we took an advanced communication class and we traveled down to Charleston, the Carolinas to learn because communication is so important in the quality of that relationship. My husband used to tell me, true love seeks first to understand Mm. and then to be understood. Very, Very good. So being curious about someone else helps take the edge off that nervousness about yourself. Be Mm -hmm. a good listener. I had someone come to my office recently who wanted to get nutrition counseling. That's my field is nutrition. And he had opioid addiction, 200 pounds overweight, free from the addiction, but just multiple challenges. And I was actually very nervous about this interview, nervous about how will I communicate with this person? How can we have a good conversation? And it was amazing how God led. I went through some coaching training, and all I did is I looked at this person and I said, tell me your story. And that's all it took. And it opened this beautiful garden of conversation as he shared his life, his experience, his journey. And I was able to offer support And my nervousness was unwarranted. But as a social worker, I was trained in social work. One really important point in learning how to establish friendships is when you first get acquainted with someone, 
Don't spill your beans. Don't share too much too fast. We want to share as we're establishing friendships. This was a counseling situation, but in a friendship, in establishing a friendship, don't share too much too fast. I've been with people who've done that, and it doesn't make you feel comfortable reconnecting with them. In fact, it actually tends to drive you away. Or them away because they become embarrassed. Uh, So share general interests first, taking time to cultivate each level of friendship. So be discreet in how much you share when you first meet someone. And some of us tend to be very gullible, very vulnerable. And so it's very important to develop discretion and discernment. So as your friendship grows, conversations may become deeper, but it's very, very important to cultivate each and every level of friendship. So another point about making friends is be yourself. Don't create a virtual identity. Oh, you mean that Facebook identity where everything's perfect? (laughs) Being genuine, open, and honest about yourself and your aspirations is refreshing. You know, and on the other hand, some of these Facebook posts, a person becomes their own faux celebrity, putting all kinds of vulnerable information out there that just voyeuristic people who really don't have a personal care may be viewing this material. And this is not healthy. It's not healthy for the people that view it. It's not healthy for the people that are revealing intimate things about themselves. And it actually intensifies feelings of isolation and needs. So one of the drawbacks of internet social ties is that participants tend to construct a virtual identity devoid of the nuances and nonverbal cues present in face-to-face encounters. So when you meet people, be open, honest, and clear about who you are, what your intentions are, being genuine, but not too vulnerable. So flaws, foibles, and friends, we need to be realistic. No one friend can meet all of our needs. We appreciate that our friends will have different strengths and weaknesses than our own. I really appreciated that about my husband because women tend to demand so much of each other and expect so much. But having that racquetball friend, you have the guy that works on the car with you friend, the friend at the office. No single friend or loved one can meet every need or be there for you at all times. So keep your social circle wide enough to actually appreciate and embrace different kinds of friends with different personalities and different attributes, remembering that friends cannot read your mind or agree with you on everything. Wow, that's tough. Yep, it is. Another point about making friends, being accepting. A healthy friendship means giving as well as taking, forgiveness and challenging each other to grow. So entering into a friendship means accepting the whole person. No one's perfect. We have to commit to learn and grow together. So we don't want to ditch a potentially really valuable friendship over a problem because those problems can actually make a tie or a union even closer. That's what marriage does Mm -hmm. as you work through problems. So there are no problem-free candidates, although potentially toxic relationships may need to be identified and relinquish. You know, sometimes making those friends can be a little uncomfortable. We were walking on the block by the lake near our house and somebody said, hey, why don't you come to our block party? We're having all the neighbors come over. And I was like, should I or not? I knew there'd be alcohol. There was going to be some dancing and some music and stuff. And I thought, you know what? I must show myself friendly. Not everybody's going to do those things. And so I went, Elsina and I went and there was on the perimeter, there were these people who didn't want to get involved in that part. And they were great 
visits for us and friends that we knew from the neighborhood. In that regard, I was glad I went because it strengthened the relationship with them, while at the same time we didn't partake of the things that we couldn't and chose not to partake in. So it actually became a strengthening experience for you. It took a little courage. It took a lot of courage. (laughs) And it became a ministry opportunity for you. And isn't that why we're here is to point Jesus to Christ, uh, to be invested. So what, what you decided in that situation is that you were going to be invested. And this is so interesting for me. Often I travel, I'll go on long drives to get to a destination where perhaps I'm holding a program, maybe a program on diabetes or obesity or whatever the topic might be where I'm presenting. And I feel nervous. I'm going to an event where I don't know anybody and I have no idea what I'm getting into. But over time, I have learned to anticipate some wonderful interactions and exchanges with people that have made a lifelong difference and an impression on me. So it's helped me to overcome my fear of Mm -hmm. meeting new people. It's just been an amazing experience. So sharing experiences, whether it's briefly or whether it's long-term, all of these are important. So I've learned to strike up conversations Mm -hmm. just on a casual basis with people that I may see only one time in my life. But I can add a kind word, I can do something courteous, I can add value to their lives, and their smile adds value to mine. So shared experiences add meaning to life, but they do take time, even a lifetime, to grow and develop. So It's true. We've walked on this lakefront for four years now, and it's just in these last year that we are starting to make deep connections with some of the neighbors through there. Isn't that interesting? And so these shared experiences aren't always positive. So sometimes it's a birth or a wedding or a trip, but it's also tragedies, Mm -hmm. sorrow, illnesses. All of these things add to the depth and meaning of the relationships that we have with other people as we grow together over time. So another important factor is to be accepting. A healthy friendship means giving as well as taking forgiveness and challenging each other to grow. So committing to learn and grow together is very, very important. And my husband, he used to tell me, Vicki, when you get historical, you get hysterical. (laughs) And so keeping a list of grievances that you throw at people when problems arise is no way to grow a positive relationship. And so very, very important. So being invested, being curious, caring, all of these are important. So We don't want to ditch a potentially positive relationship over little obstacles that can actually be stepping stones into a deeper relationship over time. I remember a colleague of mine that was going through a very difficult time. I've known her for many, many years, and her sister was dying of cancer. It was a horrific experience. And my colleague and friend, she changed during that time. At times, she would be unstable or maybe moody. At other times, deeply needy. And I went through that when I was losing my husband, and we were there for each other during those times of instability in the Mm -hmm. other person, and how precious our friendship is now, rather than walking away from someone when they are going through challenging times. Hang in there with your friend when there are problems. Learn to forgive. Learn to see what they are going through and to invest in them. Have you ever experienced forgiveness in a relationship and it actually grew stronger and healthier as a result? But we have to be discerning. Sometimes people will just suck the life out of you and never give back. And unhealthy relationships need to be addressed and identified. God created man for connections with other people, but especially for a personal saving connection with himself. And that's why on the seventh day of creation, God made a special day 
of worship and fellowship with himself. And the Sabbath is so special in that. And I know that you've probably experienced this through times of loss, suffering, betrayal. When a friend lets you down, when things happen, it falls apart. The presence of Jesus becomes so special during that time. So worship, friendship, outreach to the needy, all bring healing and joy to everyday life, as well as better physical and mental health. So the Sabbath is a special time set aside for all of those factors, to nurture relationships with God, with each other's. The Bible says, whoever is wise will pay attention to these things. They will understand and experience the loving kindness of the Lord. That's Psalm 107, 43. There's a text that I love, Matthew 12, 48 and 49. Who is my mother and who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples, and he said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. Wow. So all relationships are under the umbrella of obedience to God. Mm -hmm. Jesus taught his disciples the importance of nurturing relationships under his guidance and in obedience to his word. So that means that if following God and his truth brings division and even persecution from family or friends, he will provide. God promises strength of purpose, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and the consolation of fellow believers in all of your trials, because sometimes following God means separation Mm. emotionally and sometimes even physically from the ones that we love the most. But Jesus said, whoever will do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, that one is my brother, my sister, and my mother. Romans 12, 5, Paul mentions, So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members of one another. So I'm so thankful for the promise today, friends, that those who are without friends, God puts in families. He makes himself families like a flock. Will you ask him to place you in the family of God? This is God's plan for healing, for giving back that which sin has broken and taken away. It is not his will that we live barren, lonely, unfruitful lives. He is the head of the body, and all are invited into his family. No one is left out of his gracious invitation. Christ is the only friend who will never fail us. He is perfect in his love for us, always available, and able to guide and to save us. Spending time with God in the Bible, in prayer, he has resources when you spend that time. He has power that no other friendship can provide. Do you want a friend who will never fail you? Jesus Christ is that friend that sticks closer than a brother. What a friend he is indeed. So I just want to encourage you to get out there, make some relationships, both on the horizontal level and the community around you. But don't neglect the most important relationship with Jesus Christ and the vertical relationship with Him. God bless you. 